Star Tribune Sports columnist Jim Suhan today brought to you by St. Cloud's General Rental Center. Good morning, Jim. Good morning, Jim. All right, so the NFL had some of their skills competition things yesterday. Did you pay attention to that at all? No. Did you? <laughs> I did not. I saw the highlights and I'm like, oh, I guess I missed it. Um, you didn't really miss it. No, I really didn't miss it, I guess. I mean, it's it, it's one of those things. I think they're trying to create some sort of events that will draw people in. Is it? Is there just no way to make the Pro Bowl or Pro Bowl festivities interesting? Well, I mean, it's all relative, right? I mean, we can rip on the Pro Bowl. We can rip on what they're doing this week. And guess what? They're going to get still relatively massive viewership, right? I mean, you know, so I'm a big women's sports advocate, and I've covered I've covered WNBA games where you had five to eight Hall of Famers on the floor. We have the best players in the world, and, you know, they don't fill the arena necessarily, and they don't necessarily get big ratings. Now, that's changing. Attendance is up. Ratings are up. But but it's taken a long time to get to a point where it's even, you know, somewhere close to what it should be. The NFL is the opposite. The NFL could have, uh, you know, Peyton Manning and Eli Manning play Scrabble, um, and a lot of people would watch that. So it's not that nobody's watching a lot of people are watching just if you have something better to do like you and myself you're probably not going to cut out carve out time in your day to watch this stuff because it's not particularly compelling again it's all relative um and there are fans out there who will enjoy seeing their favorite player or their players from their favorite team doing something a little different and the other good thing about this kind of stuff just like the old superstars competition you and I always reference is they get to see these people doing things and doing interviews in the middle of the competitions and, and they're on the helmet on. You can see their face. You can see some personality. I, you know, the, I accidentally came across the long drive golf competition yesterday and I saw, you know, Dan Orlovsky out there, you know, yucking up with some players that does nothing for me, but you know, I'm in the business. I I'm around these people all the time. It might be really cool for a fan to see that. Yeah, and Zadarius Smith trying to uh, hit the ball like a Happy Gilmore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so you know, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. And the reality is that the sport does not lend itself to quality all-star games because you have a majority of the players out there trying not to get hurt. And it's a game. I mean, let's face it; it can be a beautiful game. It's, it's a fascinating game, a strategic game. But one of the draws for some people is that you know that these guys are putting their, their necks on the line every time they walk out there. And you can't replicate that in an all-star game. How about the NHL skills competition, which will be tonight as part of their all-star festivities? For me, same thing. It doesn't interest me unless unless it's like you know Kaprizov is, has a chance of winning something, and maybe I might tune in for that. But again, for a fan, it might be really cool. It might be, it, it's, it's a different thing to look at. It's a different way to appreciate your game. And here's the other thing. These people are tremendous athletes. So they were talking about golf, uh, you know, football players trying to hit a golf ball or, or NHL players, you know, doing skills competitions, whatever. They, they are amazing. And they are amazing. They are in the, you know, 0.01 percentile of what people in there who do what they do do. Uh, so, you know, I'm not, I'm so when I, when I dismiss it, it's not that I'm saying that nobody should like it. I'm saying it's just not quite for me. You know, speaking of some of the, uh, NFL festivities, Derek Carr took part in, uh, I think it was the quarterback competition where he was, and he, he looked pretty good doing it. Um, he's not planning on going back to the Raiders. Uh, is there a location that would make sense for him to end up? 
Yeah, boy. The thing, the problem for him is they gave him, you know, I always, t- I talked all season about the importance of having a number one receiver, what it can do for your offense, what it can do for your quarterback. Joe Burrow has blossomed so quickly having Jamar Chase to rely on. Uh, you know, I think one of the reasons Patrick Mahomes is the MVP is he did it without his number one receiver. They trade away Tyree Hill and he still and it sets a record for yards from scrimmage. Um, you know, Cousins obviously is very dependent on Justin Jefferson, uh, not in a bad way. It's just he knows he needs him. He knows he needs to use him. And so here you give one of the best receivers in the NFL to a guy who's supposed to be a good quarterback, and he has a ter- and and he had an excellent running game and a good offensive line, and he had a terrible year. I just don't know who's looking for that guy. Uh, I I think he probably needs to re- rehabilitate his his game and his reputation as a backup someplace. And, you know, the way the NFL works, eventually he'll get a chance to play again and he'll have a chance to reprove himself. But I just don't know who's looking for that quarterback right now. Jim, what's going on with uh, Joe Mixon? He's got a warrant out for a menacing charge. Ooh, you know what? I'm not up on that. I'll try to catch up as we go here. Um, Obviously, you know, probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what? I I just did not look that up today. Yeah. Allegedly pointed a gun at a woman in downtown Cincinnati last month uh, and threatened to shoot her. So that's not good. Um, he is uh, has a warrant out on him, one count of aggravated menacing. Uh, that's yeah, that's that's not good. And he, he had uh, he had some issues in the past. I believe he was accused of abusing a woman in college. Uh, I'll have to recheck that. I probably shouldn't throw that out before I recheck it, but that's that's not good stuff. So LeBron James closing in on Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for most points. Uh, your thoughts on LeBron and his career? It's just stunning that he's still playing at this level this late. Um, and, you know, he's and him breaking the scoring record would be will be an amazing thing because he has always been an unselfish scorer. He's as good a passer as he is a scorer. Uh, he's a great rebounder. He's a great defender. He's a great thinker of the game. Um, and for him to not be, I mean, let's say, I mean, people love Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant was a gunner. Um, I mean, he was, he just was going to take all the shots. Uh, and he scored a lot of points that way, but he was not an efficient scorer. He was a volume scorer. LeBron has been a great passer, uh, a great three point shooter, a great two point shooter. He's great at the rim. Uh, he can dunk like a maniac. He can, uh, he can hit, you know, he can post people up. He can score and everything. You know, Kareem was great. Kareem was great. Uh, and he had really, you know, the sky hook was his shot and he was unguardable. And, and I'm not discounting what he did at all, but LeBron plays such a complete game for him to add this to everything else he's done is just, you know, I don't know if it's, if he's the best player in the history of the game or it's Michael Jordan or it's Oscar Robertson or it's Will Chamberlain or Bill Russell. I, I, those debates, you can pick whoever you like and that's fine. Uh, but I don't think anybody has ever done statistically or cumulatively what LeBron James has done other than, other than people who have won more championships. So we're seeing a lot of this year is a lot of points scored, and that's kind of been a trend in the NBA. Giannis scored 50 for a third time in 11 games. Uh, for the Bucks, and you know, team scoring well over 100 points is not uncommon. It's kind of a norm uh, at this point. Jim, is that that these offensive players are just so skilled, or is defense not as good as it used to be? I actually, I think if you actually watch NBA games close, don't rely on the cliches that nobody in the NBA plays defense. If you watch the games close, when we talk about teams not playing good enough defense, it means you cannot give somebody three inches of space 
or they will go by you or they will shoot a three and make it. Uh, we have just seen, remember when the three point line came in and people are like, okay, that'll be a mechanism. Like if you're down 20 points, you'll start shooting three pointers, try to come back. It was, it was a really a mechanism to mostly to, to make comebacks possible and to spread the floor a little bit. So it wasn't just, you know, 20 people packed in the paint. Now people shoot 26 footers. Like it's nothing. People shoot three pointers on the move. People shoot three pointers with people in their face and they make them. Uh, the level of offensive skill is we've just never seen anything like this before. Um, you know, Luca Garza was a player of the year. He's a big guy. He's a, basically a center. He can shoot three pointers. He can score with either hand. He can spin. He can dunk. He has post up moves and he is his team's like third or fourth or fifth best big man. You know, I mean, the, the level of skill is just ridiculous. Uh, Jim, the uh, Timberwolves got uh, the Orlando Magic tonight. Uh, Jalen Suggs, Minnesota guy. Seems like he's kind of starting slow. I mean, he's had some moments where he's looked good, but he hadn't been getting a lot of minutes at portions of the year this year. What do you think about his NBA career so far? Well, he was always an interesting case. Uh, you know, great high school player. Uh you know, great college player and great college player right away. But if you watch, you know, watch him closely, he always felt like, okay, he's not particularly big. He's not particularly fast. He's not particularly explosive. He's going to have to be one of those guys who really is incredibly skilled and incredibly smart. Uh, savvy, I guess is a better word. If he's going to be a great NBA player and he, to date, he has not been a great NBA player. Uh, you know, he was going to have to go down the Steph Curry route where he was such a great shooter and that opened up so many things for him, uh, that he could really become an impact player. Uh, and he just hasn't been that guy. His effective shooting uh, percentage is not very good. He doesn't get to the line a lot. Uh, not a volume rebounder, not a volume assist maker. Um, you know, he just isn't, he doesn't have a skill that sets him apart from the average NBA player. And that was my concern with him uh, coming out of the draft is he just didn't have that explosive uh, skill set that you kind of need in the NBA. You either need to be an explosive, quick as heck, uh, smart athlete, or you need to be able to just shoot the three like crazy. And he doesn't really have either of those things. What do you think of Paulo Benchero? He, boy, he looks like he's a pretty good player. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, he, he's just really good, you know, and and he's kind of the opposite. You watch you, – you could – Watch him in college and go, okay, got it. You know, I, I think he should probably be a little more productive than he is right now. But you could also see that size, explosiveness, moves. Uh, he's a really interesting player, you know. Um, and, you know, he, he's probably going to become a better rebounder as he plays in the, in the league. Um, he, he has things to round out. But to be able to – let's face it, when you get drafted at the top, the first thing – people are looking for is can you score in the NBA? And he's already proven he can score in the NBA. All right, Jim, what do you got in your podcasts? Uh, let's see. We have Jeff Diamond's Vikings and NFL Insider up. We have Preps Today with John Malay. We have the John Krasinski show up. We have the Viking Update show up. Mike Grimm's Go Gopher podcast. Joe Anderson, uh, Dave Lee, uh, everybody else, Mike Russo. Uh, today we'll do the Chin Show with Lavelle and Roy and everything's at TalkNorth.com. All right, Jim, thank you. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Uh, we'll talk to you again on Monday. Have a good weekend. Thanks, Jay. You too. 
That's uh, Jim Suhan, Star Tribune sports columnist, joining us every weekday morning at this time. Follow him on Twitter at Suhan Strib. Check out his latest column in the Star Tribune or his podcast at talknorth.com. 729, 16 degrees below zero. News from Jim Maurice next. You're listening.